So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. I'm Robin Wong, your host. Thank you for joining me. So glad you're here. This is episode number 68, and I'm so excited about the upcoming summit. Um, the excitement is building. I'm feverishly interviewing um, guests, and there's all the industry experts um, in the diabetes world, and uh, many of them are living with type 2 or even type 1 diabetes, and they're kind of the movers and shakers in that, in, in that world, and they're going to be bringing all, you, you, all their best knowledge to the upcoming summit, and what's exciting is it's almost ready to get signed up for, so it's free, it's a three-day event, and it will be um, all virtual which is the beauty of this is that you never have to leave the comfort of your own home, right? You can watch this and, um, and get all the information in one spot. And the goal of the summit is really inspiration and motivation um, to do something about your diabetes. And if you're kind of still in that phase of not knowing what to do, or just sometimes you get a little depressed or you start feeling bad about the diagnosis and it's, it's to show these people that are in this world that are living well. So it's to inspire and educate and show that living well is a possibility uh, with type 2 diabetes. So that's the goal of the, of the summit. And sign up should be starting, I think, Monday, June 7th uh, is, the, is what we're striving for. We're <laughs> really the tech team and the team's working on it, trying to get it up and going uh, and ready for you as soon as possible. And we're excited about that. And... Other excitement news is my program is flourishing. I have um, people going through my modules, my online program, Reverse um, Diabetes Method, and oh, it's just, it's exciting. I can't wait to start reporting their, um, their wins and kind of their, um, their journey. And uh, yeah, because everybody has different goals. And so, and everybody's bodies are different. I mean, diabetes is diabetes, but your diabetes is different than the, the next person's, right? So everybody has a personal journey and I get to work with so many different people and just learn all the kind of the nuances about it and then bring them into my program and, and really say, oh yeah, I've seen that. This, this worked for somebody else or, oh yeah, uh, oh, someone else had that. And so that's kind of the idea of the summit. Um, and idea of the program, the idea of the podcast is really to share this information and you can't model what you don't see. So when you start seeing people with things that are working for them, um, that might work for you, you can try it. Okay. So that's exciting. And um, 
let's see. Oh, more, more restaurants are opening, plant-based restaurants in my area. So check out your area as well. Uh, my Pilates instructor like keeps her finger on the pulse of the restaurant world. She's a real foodie and she likes to report to me whenever a new vegan or plant-based restaurant opens. There's like three opening um, in the Sacramento area soon. So she was, I mean, I don't really eat out, but um, I will, I will go try them for sure to kind of support them because I, I want to support that movement. I want to support healthier eating and a way of cooking differently in, in the food industry. And so, but what that tells you is that, um, and as you find more and more products in the grocery store, what, you know, that are plant-based, what that tells you is there's a demand. There's a demand for it. It's all about supply and demand, right? So when there's a demand for it, then they're going to start making these products. So of course I buy those products to support, to support that. And um, many of them, like say in the grocery store, many of them have more oil than I choose to eat, but are they a great food for non-vegans that come to my home? Or are they a great food for those transitioning into a healthier or into the plant-based vegan lifestyle? Um, yeah, they really are. And are most of those options better for the environment? Of course. Yes, they are. Um, because they're not, you know, um, using, they're, they're not meat-based. They're not um, animal-based. So you need less to um, produce them. So just keep that in mind. Uh, that's kind of an added bonus, right, of eating plant-based is, is sort of the environmental effect and the sustainability effect. But, you know, most of them have lower saturated fat. Always check your labels. Most of them have lower saturated fat, but they still are pretty high in, because um, they're processed. Many of them are processed still, so they're higher in, in oils. So just know that. But if you're transitioning, they might be a good, good in between. The downside to them is, is that you never really change your taste completely. But anyway, so that's exciting news. And there's more meal services I, um, you know, available to you as well. Uh, that if you don't like to cook, that are offering plant-based options. And really what my clients tell me is they're they're nice, they're good. You have to just leave the oil out of the out of the recipes. Okay. So that's all the excitement I've got going on uh, right now. But my question for you today is uh, are you still on the fence about going plant-based? Okay. And I ask you that because you know are you still wondering if it's really something that you can do or that you want to do or that'll make a difference for you? Okay. And so really, if you're kind of on the fence, what's stopping you? And I just want you to, to look at that, really kind of dig down into that. Is it the inconvenience of changing your habits? Yes, that, that is going to be an inconvenience. There's no, no doubt about it. It's going to be different. Um, is it uh, that you just think there's food you can't give up? Uh, and you know, it, and are you, are you just resistant to change in general? Are you in that angry phase or denial phase of your diabetes diagnosis? That's another thing of, if you're just angry and, um, that I'd never asked for this, I don't want this. I don't want to change my life. And I don't, you know, you're just kind of there right now. Okay. Ride that out. Get, you know, ride that out. And when you're ready, what's your plan? Okay. And when you get through it, what's your next, what's your next step? But you have to feel those emotions. You certainly do to go to the next phase and, and you're working toward acceptance, right? We talked about that in another podcast. So um, so why are you on the fence? It, you know, do you not really understand the root cause of insulin resistance that goes with um, type 2 diabetes? Or, um, you know, what what is it? 
what is stopping you? And so is it the fear that you can't do it? You can't do it all in. Okay. And what I say to that is that's okay. Do what you can. Okay. Do what you can. Remember we talked about little steps, do what you can. And some days are going to look better. Some meals are going to look better. Every meal you have an option for choices. Okay. Every meal you have a, a chance to do it differently. So just know that you don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait till whatever the moon's aligned to, 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 to make a diet change. You have another meal. <laughs> we eat multiple times a day. I eat several times a day. I mean, more than the three. Um, and you know, you have a, every every time's an opportunity. Okay, so just know that to to make changes. So, but really, um, is it you just don't know what to do? Okay, is it you know? Uh, so let's look at some of the comments. Do you do you think you can't give up cheese? That's a biggie. Um, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, I see clients with this all the time. And so maybe what you do is you choose the food that you really miss having cheese on and eat it on that and not on all the other many areas that cheese infiltrates your diet. So let me give you an example. I had a client that ate a bunch of cheese and so she gave it up and as she, and you know, and and saw remarkable results with the dietary changes she made. She lowered her blood sugars. She, um, had, you know, lost weight. Her blood pressure improved. Her cholesterol improved. All those things. Um, but as she did it, you know, and she's been in the program for a while. So at the end of like the, the twelve weeks, I said, "Well, how's it going?" She's like, "You know, it's just 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 one meal. I really sort of miss having cheese on." Um, so and it was pasta, and she missed sprinkling a little Parmesan cheese on it. And I said, well, why don't you do that? She's like, oh, I guess I could. I go use less, but sprinkle a little on. And that just will add to the enjoyment of your, your meal, right? And she'd made so many other changes that were so beneficial that that little bit probably wasn't going to make or break her, okay? But she was going to play with it and see. She'd changed a whole grain pasta and she'd cut the meat out of her meat, out of her sauce. And so a little bit of Parmesan on top you know, she was going to test, she was going to test it and see if it changed um, her blood sugars at all. Now that really depends on where you are with your health, right? For some who have um, many health issues and um, maybe you've had diabetes longer, type 2 diabetes longer, it may, um, may really make a difference, you know, when you add that saturated fat back in. For others that are in the earlier stages, that might not matter so much. But the key is, that doesn't mean it's a, you can just start adding it to everything, okay? So it's really being um, specific and mindful about how you use these products that you really don't want to give up. And then really deciding what is it that you really miss. Um, I, I recently interviewed somebody that was telling me that she just had to have chocolate every day. And I have I, this is a common thing for clients. Um, and she said, so... She allows herself that, but she chooses really good chocolate and she chooses a small little amount that just really suffices for her. And she feels so, it's so decadent and enjoyable and she enjoys every moment of savoring it and eating it that, um, so it's not like she's going to eat, you know, this kind of, she eats what she really wants to eat is the point and, and knows that, okay, if I do that, I probably just do something different someplace else to manage my diabetes to allow that. Okay. So it's, it's this kind of give and take, and then really finding what works for you. So, um, 
you know, think about foods that um, is, is, are you on the fence because you, certain foods are celebratory foods that you really want. Um, and it's not the celebration unless you have them and think of birthday cake or something like that. And it's like, well, fortunately birthdays only happen once a year. So that once a year, it's probably okay. Right. I, where my mind always goes is how can I veganize that? How can I make that plant-based? How can I, and still enjoy it. Right. And so you still have the symbolic birthday cake it's made different. Um, and I've gotten really good at making a cake with, you know, no oil and no eggs and, and yeah, that's slightly different, but they're still delicious. And so, you know, there's so many ways you can do it. Um, and so I have other clients that really want their comfort foods and most of the time it's a texture thing. So if you're on the fence because you're like, Oh, well, what about those days that I really need my comfort food? Can you swap it out? right? Can you swap it out? So, but my point is these are just excuses and barriers you're making um, to really jumping all in. You're on the fence. Okay. You're on the fence. So um, my question is, what is it that's making you be on the fence? I really want you to drill down and figure that out and then find a way of, okay, I, I really, I like the idea of it, but I just can't make that change right now. And then, so then you're on the other side of the fence. So you're not going to go plant-based, right? Um, or you hop off the fence on the plant-based side and you're like, okay, I'm in this world now. I'm going to do what I can. And so maybe that's, um, I'm going to do breakfast for a week. That's going to be all plant-based. Okay. I'm going to do oatmeals and berries and granola or, um, maybe on Saturday you do vegan pancakes or you do a, maybe a, um, a vegan sausage because you really miss that or, you know, tofu scramble, whatever it is, you're going to try that. That means you're on the other side of the fence. Okay. You're not on the fence anymore. You're in, you're in, you're trying it. Okay. And that's okay. So you don't have to be all in. I mean, you've got to be on the process, on the path and you've made the choice. And, and so what I'm saying about that is you probably believe that, okay, this is going to work for me. And this is, I really want to work on my insulin resistance. And I really am tired of counting carbs and I'm really tired of being hungry, all those things that might go along with it. So you're in. Okay. And that's what I'm asking you go one side or the other. Don't just be middle of the road, thinking about it, making all these excuses of why you can't do it. Um, jump in on other side, either side. So what I, you know, really encourage you to do is just really drill down and investigate and be curious. No judgment. We have enough judgment on ourselves. No judgment about the choice you make. It's, you always have a choice. So choose and, and, and just realize that are you making a choice that's really best for your body and your diabetes? Okay. And so just be clear that, um, and be honest with yourself. It's like, I just can't take on one more thing. I can't change. That's okay you know, or you jump in and you're trying it and it gets overwhelming and you're like, oh, I just, I just can't do it. You can always go back. You can always go back to the way you were doing things. No one's stopping you. But if you jump in and you're really struggling, get help. Okay. Ask for help. Ask a friend to hold you accountable and support you. Um, get a mentor, hire a coach, hire a dietitian, hire, um, you know, somebody short term to show you the ropes and get you started. You know, that's what the beauty of my, my program is. It's a step-by-step -step process. You have me in your corner um, and there's other programs like mine that you can find as well, that you really have somebody to 
guide you and get you started. And so it saves time, it saves, saves anxiety, it saves stress. Um, it, it kind of eliminates the overwhelm because you have a plan and you know what you have to do. And then really you have to just choose how much of it you're going to do. Okay. And, and, and I see people do it part way and still see results. Okay. So it's really that part comes up to you, but it's all laid out for you. Okay. So I just want you to understand that don't go it alone. And so there's also what I'm finding as I'm interviewing people for the summit is there's so many resources for people with type one diabetes, but now they're becoming more and more with type two and like beyond type two and take control of your diabetes, these nonprofit organizations that are above and beyond um, the American Diabetes Association, okay? They just offer a lot of great stuff. So um, just reach out, get support. Um, you know, like I've said before, you've never had diabetes before. You're not expected to know how to have the skills to manage it. Um, and so uh, that's okay. It's okay to ask for help. Women don't ask for help, <laughs> you know? They really don't. They think they should be able to manage it all. And you're busy. You are so busy. So if you take the thought process out of it and just have someone tell you, this is what you need to do. And let me make it easy for you. Let me give you some recipes. Let me give you some grocery lists. Let me give you some meal plans. Let me call you once a week. Let me answer your questions. And all you got to do is then implement it. It makes it way easier. Um, and you have more success. Okay. So just, just keep that in mind. So, but my point is don't go the path alone, get some help and really question, are you on the fence? Are you on the fence? And why are you there? Um, what is stopping you from taking the action you need to be healthier and manage your diabetes? Do something. We know that, you know, doing nothing um, leads to more um, progression. Doing something, um, you know, definitely slows the progression, right? Okay, so just uh, keep that in mind. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, I, I hope you jump in on uh, the plant-based side of the fence. And if you don't, that's fine. Just find somebody to help you on whatever side you're on. Okay. And do something. That's the whole goal of this, this podcast. So, uh, or this episode anyway. Um, and we're, we're cheering you on. Just know that you're not alone. People are wanting, wanting success for you and for all others that are diagnosed with type two diabetes. So have a great day. And as always keep choosing plants and now start moving, move, move your body. Have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to, breakfast to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.